0: You're listening to the Christ in All podcast, where we discuss how following Jesus Christ impacts all areas of a believer's life. Each week, we will answer questions about the Christian worldview in an effort to help both new and mature believers grow in their faith. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Christ in All podcast. My name is Matthew Smith, and with me, as always, is Lead Pastor Chad Hunsberger. How's it going, man? All is well, All right, man. We everything is different now, man. We're in a new studio. Oh, right. Yeah, we got yeah. a new producer. Wow, it's feeling we, pretty. That's right. This is. We are moving up <laughs> in the world. And by new studio, we mean a different room Rarely in the church. Close, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is a, this is bigger than the other room. Yeah, right? it is, yeah, it is. We moved out of David's office and into Dude, the loft. Yeah. room. People yeah. who go to Colonial Heights know what we're talking about. Yeah, it's great. And, but yeah, so new producer Cameron Barefoot yeah. is on the team now. Thanks, so, Cameron. Yep. So uh, looking forward to everything just getting better and better here at Christ and well. All Podcast. All right. So. You're shooting the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Raising the bar. Okay. All right. So uh, we have a, a listener question yeah, great. today. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and just read what was sent in to us. Okay. And then we actually have some some scriptures because this is actually based on a specific text yeah. that they came okay. across. Okay. So she writes, my husband and I were reading through Second Samuel. I'm kind of stumped about 2 Samuel chapter 21. There's a famine on Israel because Saul had killed Gibeonites. And the way they were delivered from the famine was by giving seven sons of Saul to be hanged publicly for the sin. I guess I'm confused as to why this would be a good thing. It seems very harsh. It also seems like the innocent, his sons, suffered for the guilty Saul and were a little blindsided by this. Although I know God is, is just always, and I trust in that, I'm wondering if you had more information on why this was a just act. Okay. So, All right. Um, so I guess you want me to go ahead and just read some of the text as yeah, well. Re- so that read we, our read uh, some can...
1: portions of that.
0: All right, here we go. So 2 Samuel uh, 21, starting with verse 1. Now there was a famine in the days of David for three years, year after year. And David sought the face of the Lord. And the Lord said, There's blood guilt on Saul and on on his house because he put the Gibeonites to death. So the king called the Gibeonites and spoke to them. Now the Gibeonites were not of the people of Israel because of the remnant of the Amorites. Although the people of Israel had swore to spare them, Saul had sought to strike them down in his zeal for the people of Israel and Judah. And David said to the Gibeonites, what shall I do for you? And how shall I make atonement that you may bless the heritage of the Lord? The Gibeonite said to him, It is not a matter of silver or gold between us and Saul or his house, neither is it for us to put any man to death in Israel. And he said, What do you say that I shall do for you? They said to the king, The man who consumed us and planned to destroy us, so that we should have no place in all the ter- territory of Israel, let seven of his sons be given to us, so that we may hang them before the Lord at Gibeah of Saul, the chosen of the Lord. And the king said, I will give them. And then uh, what follows is they actually mention the names of these seven guys. I'm not going to read all those because mm-hmm. it's Hebrew names. And yeah, like, sure. So, um, But it does say at the end of chapter 9, they were put to death in the first days of the harvest. Mm-hmm. There is also some like preparations as far as like what happened to the bodies after they yeah, were hung sure. after that. But then it gets to uh, the end of verse 14. It says after that, the Lord, our God responded to the plea for the land. So letting us know mm-hmm. that the famine was removed. So that yeah. God accepted right. this as a good thing, sure. seemingly. All
1: right. Sure. So I think there's a couple things to maybe consider. The, the question in the email, I think, was like partially what makes this a just act. Right. And, um, and even like, I think maybe even say like, this seems extra harsh. Mm-hmm. Right. So. A couple things to consider, right? So there is a sin committed. Yes. And a punishment given. That sin is the sin of Saul killing, murdering Gibeonites when he was not supposed to. Right. And the punishment is famine on the land. Mm -hmm. Then there's this kind of... Follow up to that, though. and just
0: so that we're clear, Saul himself has actually already passed away at this yeah, point. That's right. Yeah. So, so, so as far as punishment have, for him, that's right. Like it's, it's too late for this particular thing. That's right.
1: So, so you've got this picture where there is sin and punishment being doled out, and so David, now the the king after Saul, right. is trying to say, "We need the famine to stop. Mm-hmm. How do we? How do we?
0: Uh, how do we make this make right? this what do right? We do,
1: Whatever yeah. that needs to look like." And so. The The just act has, in some ways, it's it's being doled out now in the sense mm-hmm. of the famine. The one from, uh, God's bringing that about. And so when David's trying to make it right, he's, he's certainly asking the Lord, but he's also asking the people that he has offended, right. right? How do, not he, but the people have offended, the, particularly Saul. So he goes to them and says, how do I, how do we make this right? And there's an interesting word there. It's the word atonement. So mm-hmm. that's what's actually used to describe how do I... I've heard it often like described as at one meant. How do we bring these okay. two things that are separated, how do we bring them back in a reconciliation yeah. or restoration? So how do we bring them back to one? And so this, this atonement needs to be, they say, well, we know Saul's already dead, so take out, like, in a sense make his sons the atonement. And, and the question is, aren't they innocent? And yeah. so aren't they, they're going to take the punishment for a whole people mm-hmm. that when they were, they were innocent. Um, and so, yeah, I think this is just to get that full picture of right. what's taking place that becomes helpful. So then we begin to think about what justice really looks like, right? I, I think what seems like an unjust act on these seven is really them fulfilling what, how, uh, how we actually understand atonement and understand justice in that way. I don't think we can look past this and pretend that we don't see the connection to the atonement of Christ. Okay. Okay. So we think of one man who certainly was sinless he was innocent yeah. for any of our sin and yet he takes on a punishment literally a death to atone for our sin so and sometimes i think we see texts like this in the old testament that are actually intended to point us yeah in this case what we would call like foreshadowing mm-hmm. of what's going to come like this is a picture of how atonement works it is a blood sacrifice for the sin of someone else in fact and so the cross doesn't isn't Jesus atoning for his own sin it's him atoning for our sin in the same way that these seven sons it's them atoning for the sin of their father not even and so what seems maybe harsh we've got to also realize the the gravity that sin is
0: mm-hmm.
1: i think a lot of times we we mistakenly level sins and make things that seem lighter or the punishment less here on earth. So if the punishment was minimal here on earth, then why wouldn't the Lord make the punishment minimal either? And yet all sin was deserving of death. And so in this case, we specifically see it was just because it was a sin committed yeah. and, and someone had to pay for that sin. Um, I don't know if that answers all that was being yeah. asked, but I think it answers some of it. Maybe
0: Yeah. yeah I can, I can still kind of, I guess maybe sympathize with the person who wrote sure. it, you know, that, um, I mean, I, if you are one of those seven sons yeah. and, and your dad did some bad things, well, why am I putting, being put to death yeah. for it? Um, and I can definitely understand why it seems like there's some unfairness there, yeah. but there might be a situation where a parent leaves a great amount of debt that they're children that's are responsible right. for yeah. that's not really fair either but right. we know that that's that happens or yeah. so situations like that um we may be able to kind of compare like and right it's not fair that the child is having to pay for something that their right. parents did i think sometimes
1: we think of fair and just they're not the same word mm-hmm. when we say fair I, I think about my kids right when they say it's not fair that i don't get to do what my friends get to do or it's not fair like it's not fair in the sense that they had but it doesn't make it unjust. Yeah. Um and I think that's a hard balance because I wouldn't want to say that God isn't fair either but but for him when 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 God's punishing there's a there's a a sin over a group of people the mm-hmm. gibeonites who obviously aren't all gone because that's who they're making reconciliation yeah. for. So there's a sin against a people mm-hmm. from a people. Yeah. Saul is the reason that that people are blamed because Saul is the one that commanded them to do mm. it. But but it's helpful to know that this is one people, and so those people need to atone
0: yeah, or make right that, yeah. this, this against these other yeah. people. Saul was representing the nation of Israel, and he exactly. hurt the Gibeonites in a severe way, That's to right. the point that God felt the need to punish Israel with a famine. So Absolutely. it means God took it seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in order to make that right, then the nation of Israel does need to suffer in That's a severe right. way.
1: Absolutely. And, and so what is their suffering? Mm-hmm. It, even, even the Gibeonites are somewhat showing grace because they say, we don't, we're not asking for money. We're not asking for all of your people to become like our slaves. Yeah. We're, we're saying his, his descendants yeah. need to pay for this mm-hmm. to, as a representation of the entire nation of Israel. So while that seems unfair, certainly to those seven, it's overwhelmingly gracious yeah. to the two million yeah. that don't have to go to the because, gallows. Yeah,
0: because they were all suffering up to this that's point right. with this three-year family. That's right. right.
1: And so that becomes a much different picture of, oh, okay, so there's, there's actual grace shown to the larger, to the to the people of God in that scenario, yeah. even though these these seven might have had to take the, the punishment. And again, that's a picture, right, of of what salvation and justice mm-hmm. for us looks like. The the one took the punishment, right. and we are the recipients of grace, not because we did something to deserve it, not because we were perfect and did everything right, but because that one took the punishment for the rest of us. And I think a key part is, you pointed out verse 14, and then God brought back the land yeah. as he said he was. So so the famine goes away. And and so again, for us, that same picture of, uh, of salvation in that once- once that, that gift of the cross, mm-hmm. the gift of death and resurrection took place, and we respond to that, man, we are we are given the the famine is gone. And so yeah. I, th- I think that's a helpful. That's a good picture. point.
0: I'm I'm assuming Saul when he was uh, hurting the Gibeonites, he hurt more than just seven people. Right, right. That's right. And so that's right. So if we're looking at it from that perspective, the the with the punishment for Israel right. wasn't nearly as bad as what could have been. Their king actually yeah, doled out. absolutely Because,
1: in fact, there's great evidence that it was more than seven yes, people. absolutely. And so there is grace there shown by the giving. Acts when they really didn't have to because mm-hmm. David's trying to just make it right and say any number. Like, tell me how I can fix this. And so, yeah, I think that's that's helpful to see.
0: Yeah, it's okay. Um, anything else we want to share I, about I this? would say
1: good job to the listener who asked this question in that I love to hear that... Uh, husband and wife are studying the word together and, um, and in digging deeper, Mm -hmm. like not just glazing over a passage. And so it doesn't have to be that you ask podcast people this, but when you come across passages of scripture, you go to other people like, this is a really good example of studying the Word and wanting to see it. Yeah. They weren't doubting the goodness of right. God. That's actually was, my
0: favorite part of the question is when she says, uh, I know that God is just. Yeah. Just help me understand this piece. Like, Absolutely. And so, uh, there's a someone, another story in Scripture where it says, I believe, help my unbelief. Yeah. And so it's very much that kind of heart Absolutely. behind it. So. so
1: I would just encourage that to those who are listening today to, to see the Word, study the Word. And when you do that, when you come across something that's You don't have to question the character of God. Mm -hmm. Just try to understand how this affects it. I think it's big.
0: Excellent. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up this episode. We uh, hope you have enjoyed it. And if you did, we would ask that you would uh, share the podcast on social media and give us a rating and review. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Christ in All podcast, a ministry of Colonial Heights Baptist Church in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Together, we glorify God by making disciples of all nations. For more information, please visit our website at colonialheights.org.